0: Hello, and welcome to our Surviving Physical Therapy School podcast with Lauren, Sam, and Allie, where we will be giving you tips on surviving PT school one topic at a time.
1: All right, today's podcast is going to be a general overview on joint types. So we're going to cover the three main types of joints and then dive a little bit deeper into um, the different types of synovial joints. So for the first three types of main joints, so we have your fibrous joints, cartilaginous joints, and synovial joints. PTs normally deal with the synovial joints. When we're looking at fibrous joints, it's our sutures and our syndesmosis. Sutures are only found in the skull. So those are um, basically where the soft spots on baby's skulls come together. They make sutures because there's different skull bones that then fuse into one. Ah, uh, syndesmosis is basically two bones that are connected by ligaments. So if you wanna think of um, basically how your tibia and fibula, fibula are held together or your SI joints, your sacroiliac joint, there's a bunch of those ligaments in the back that you can see. Then you have your cartilaginous joints. So you have your primary and your secondary. Primary being your synchondrosis, made out of hyaline cartilage, which is your water. And so that's your epiphyseal cartilaginous plates.
2: It could also be your like sternum and your true rib articulation too.
1: Yeah, and then you have your secondary cartilaginous joints, which is your fibrocartilage. So that's your strength and your shock absorbers. So it's your sym- symphysis. What is that, Symphysis. Symphysis. Yeah, your pubic sympathis, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and your intervertebral discs. All right, last but not least, you have your synovial joints. They're also called diarthrosy joints. So those are your freely movable joints. Where the other ones, kind of how we talked about, like the SI joint, there's not a lot of movement. The sutures, not a ton of movement there either, right? Because those are the bones that are fusing together. So these joints... Are your movers.
2: There's like five different characteristics of a synovial joint. It includes like the joint cavity, the articular cartilage, the synovial membrane, the synovial fluid, and the fibrous capsule. So your joint cavity is filled with that synovial um, fluid, and that articular cartilage is you mostly, not all of them, will be made out of hyaline cartilage. And then for your articular capsule, your joint capsule, you're gonna have an inner and an outer layer. Your inner layer is gonna be your synovial membrane, which is how nutrients get in and how waste gets out. And then your outer layer on the outside of that is gonna be your fibrous capsule. So we'll just keep going. Um, we're gonna now break down this each of the synovial joints. Um, there's six types. And I just want you guys to be familiar with what degrees of freedom means. We're gonna use that to describe you to these. So a degree of freedom is the independent direction of a movement allowed at a joint. So um, it will usually range from a degree of freedom of one, two, or three. And it's just a matter of what each direction, like flexion and extension is a degree of freedom. It's one, so. Um, having flexion and extension and abduction and adduction is two degrees of freedom because it can do those two different types of movements. So different types of planes that it can move in. We'll start with the plane, like planar joints. Those are uniaxial, so on one axis, and the movement that they do is gliding. This will be kind of like your intercarpal joints or your spine, and their degree of freedom is one. A hinge joint is also uniaxial. They have one degree of freedom, so that means they move from flexion and extension, and those will be your fingers and your humeral ulnar joint. Um, this third one is probably one of the harder ones to get, um, to get conceptually. It's biaxial, it's a saddle joint, and it has two degrees of freedom. So if you can just like imagine yourself Riding on a saddle of a horse, like a horse, and you're in the saddle, you can kind of move front and back, or you can move side to side. So that will be kind of like your um, that'll be your carpal metacarpal joint of the thumb, aka your CMC, and it will have two degrees of freedom, being able to flex and extend, and abduct and adduct. Your sternoclavicular joint does that as well. Do you guys have anything better to say about a saddle joint?
0: No, I think you much- I think
2: you described it really well.
1: I've always thought of like um, the saddle joint being if you cup your hands together. Or like you put your hands in two C's and then kind of cup them together. But I really like your horse riding analogy. That was good. Thanks.
0: Yeah, so then we have the next one, which is a pivot joint. This one is also uniaxial or only has one degree of freedom, which is rotation. So this is like your C1 or C2 or your AA atlanoaxial joint or your proximal and distal radial ulnar joint. So it's like turning your head side to side or sort of that rotation of supination pronation movement. Um, The next one is ball and socket. So these are the probably most easy ones to remember in some way because it's just like your shoulder joint or your hip joint, your glenohumeral or femoral femoral acetabular. This one has three degrees of freedom, so it does flexion and extension, A, B, and adduction, as well as internal and external rotation. The last one we have um, of the synovial joints is the condyloid joint. This is biaxial. Um, so there's two surfaces with a condyloid joint. One is concave and one is convex allowing for two degrees of freedom, which is A-B duction and A-D duction, as well as flexion and extension. Examples are like the radiocarpal joint or the metacarpal phalangeal joint. So this allows you to, um, oh, what's it called? Like the, um,
1: older uh, deviation.
0: Deviations. Yeah, or an older deviation. That's what allows you to do that movement, basically. Any
1: last points, you guys? I think maybe talking about, um, We hear the term circumducting. Um, When we think of circumducting, it's like, you know, doing arm circles, circles with your arms. Um, So that's your ball and socket allows you to do that. So basically there's no restriction of motion. You can kind of do those circles. A lot of times people are confused and they think that their thumb joint can circumduct because you can basically, What looks like you're moving your thumb in a circle, but we remember we talked about it. Um, Allie described that saddle joint and that's your thumb. So your thumb can't do true circumduction. It's actually just going back and forth between your flexion extension and your AB and AD duction. So that's a key point to remember. Those ball and socket joints can circumduct or your saddle joint is not actually circumducting.
0: So oh, I have a quick quiz question for you guys then um, to review. What are the
2: three types of uniaxial synovial joints in the body? Okay, well, you know you have your pivot one. So your C1, C2 joint, and that only does rotation. So I would say that one. Um, your elbow joint, because it yep has that one degree of freedom, uniaxial. And then your plane joint, because it can only really fly. So those are your three. That's
0: correct.
1: Good
2: job. Thank you. Ellie, Ellie, you know, you said your elbow
1: joint instead of just saying hinge. Oh, Lord, help me. It counts. It counts. And your elbow joint. joint.
2: (laughs) Your elbow joint, whatever that is.
1: (laughs) Which is not a hinge joint, because it has a... What is your ulnar... Radial joint proximal. What is that? Like? Joint. That's a pivot what joint. Because technically, your whole elbow joint is a pivot and a hinge. And this
2: is why we do a podcast.
1: Good job, everybody.
2: <laughs> well, that's all we have for joints. Hopefully, that <laughs> helped if you're riding in the car and just wanted to go over some of the joints.
1: So that's all we have for you today on the types of joints. Uh, We will catch you next week. Thanks.
2: What else was it?